Good morning. This is Roxanne Rucksack. I hope you're doing well today. Um, I thank you for listening to my podcast. Um, today I want to talk about faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, yet the evidence of things not seen. So if we have faith, what what exactly do we have? What are we left with? No hope, um, no future. If If we don't have faith to believe that God has a better plan for our life, um, we're, we're kind of in despair. We're left with nothing, really. Um, so I want to encourage you today to take a walk of faith with me. Um, and I want you to believe the unbelievable. Um, there's a scripture about the Jericho walls, and the people walk around the Jericho walls seven times, and they give a loud shout, and the walls fall. So what I really want you to think about is the walls falling that are standing in front of your dreams. I want you to think of those walls that are between you and relationships falling. Um, so there'll be no more barriers. Um, nothing else will stop you. So um, I want you to have faith. I want you to have faith that those walls will fall. Um, they walked around the city seven times um, and they gave a loud shout and the walls fell. So think about that. That's something unbelievable. So I want you to believe the unbelievable. I want you to believe that God has something so unbelievable that you can't even see it. What else does the word say? He says, I will give you exceedingly, abundantly, above all you can ask or even think. What's above what you can ask or even think? Can you imagine? Like, I I love to sit and ponder that. I love to think like, Lord, what is above what I can ask or even think? And and I've been doing that all morning. I've been thinking, you know, well, I think this for my life, but yet you have above what I can think or even ask. So to me, that's something huge. Like God wants to do something that you can't even fathom in your life. And I want you to be encouraged because it's his word. And he says in Isaiah 55, 9 through 11, his word would not return to him void. It will not return without accomplishing what he said it would. And this is his word we're giving him. So you cannot go wrong with his word. He said that these words would not fall to the ground. They will not. So I want you to believe this. Um... You know, like I said, faith is the substance of things hoped for, but the evidence of things not seen. I remember when I had to put that into action. Um, I I was not in a good place in in life. I was just trying to find myself at that point and still trying to find myself. But um, this pastor told me, the Lord is preparing a mighty man of God for you. And <laughs> at that moment, I was like, um, okay, that doesn't, 
I don't I don't even know how to believe that. But I think you probably do know God, but I don't really know God and I don't know that he wants to prepare a man of God for me. And I don't even know that I'm ready for something like that. So I did begin to prepare. I did. I began to prepare my life for that person that would come into my life. But at the time, I did not see how that was going to happen. When I tell you every single obstacle, every wall was in front of me, that that was not going to happen, every wall there was there was bricks everywhere in front of me, and there was no way I was getting through them. Um, so I had to believe. I had to believe the unbelievable. Do you believe the unbelievable? I had to do that. I had to start saying, okay, am I going to believe what I see, or am I going to believe what's unseen? Because the word of God also says you have to believe what you don't see, not what you do see. So I had to start looking for those things that I didn't see. And that was hard. That's hard, especially when when you're used to a negative mindset, when you're used to not really, not even necessarily negative, but I, I probably was, um, but just a mindset that believes something beyond what you can see. You know, I was so carnal-minded that there was no way I could understand that at that time. I didn't understand the things of God. I was like, how, how is this going to work? How, do, how does this even work? Well, it works with faith. Faith is an amazing, powerful, powerful thing. If you can get faith, you can do anything, anything in life. Your dreams can all come true. And I, I did not know that. Like literally my life was transformed through believing the unbelievable. Um, and everyone around me did not see it either. They thought it was pretty funny, actually. And the things that I wanted, I made a list of what I really wanted. Like a list that was totally out of my reach, completely out of my reach. Not one thing on that list was anything I could even come close to seeing right? So I made this list and my friends laughed and they said, that's a little much, don't you think? Um, For your circumstances, that's a little much. Do you know every single thing on that list, excuse me, has been even blown out of my mind even more? Like that list actually now looks small. But at that time, it was something that wasn't even obtainable for me. So think about that. <clears throat> you know, years later, I look back at the list. Um, I went through my old notes last night and I was looking at the things that I was trying to obtain in life. And I thought, wow, we super exceeded that. Like we went past that, way beyond that. You know, so I just want you to be encouraged. Make a list of what you're looking for. You know, I made a list of many things, but I also made a list of things for my husband, the person that I wanted to meet, the person that I wanted to know and spend my life with. And like I said at the time, it wasn't even close to obtainable. Um, But there were some things that I needed to change. There were some things that I needed to work on, um, some strength that I needed to gain. 
you know, before I even got into a situation like that, um, because I would have ruined it. I would have probably self-destructed. A lot of us self-destruct, you know? Self-destruction is a horrible thing. Um, I have several people that I know that have done that in life, and myself as well, where you just, you're destroying yourself from within. It's it's all you. It's not anyone else around you. It's just your insecurities, your thoughts, your life's failures, um, the way you react, your emotions. A lot of times people base their whole life on emotions. Emotions are horrible. You should never make decisions based off emotions. You have to do it with the Holy Spirit. You cannot just make a decision when you're emotional. It is it is just a horrible place to be um, in desperation and despair and stress and depressed. I mean, that's, that is not an okay place to make a decision. You know, you have to have clarity of mind. Um, you have to clear your mind. My husband always says you have to renew your mind daily. Um, and that's a scripture also, you know. You have to renew your mind. And what do you have to renew your mind with? The Word of God. That's what, that's what we have to reprogram our mind to think. Because our minds have already been programmed. <clears throat> They've been programmed to believe what our grandparents said and did. They've been programmed to believe what our parents did. Um, They've been programmed by our bosses at work um, that have showed us limitations every single day. You know, everyone will give you limits. Everyone has limits for you. Well, you you can't do that. Well, why can't I do that? Well, because, you know, this, this, and this comes into play, and you just can't do that. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. He didn't say you can't. Well, you can do most things. He said you can do all things. And he also said, I will deliver you out of all of your troubles, not just some of your troubles. He wants to deliver you out of all of your troubles. And remember, the story I told you about the woman that ended up, you know, she had to leave her marriage. Um, There was no way around it through infidelity. And he took care of her children's lives. Like he magnified her children's lives within two years. Her children's lives literally transformed right along with hers because she had left that toxic situation. Sometimes we've created so many toxic friendships and relationships that we don't know anything else, you know, and it's, it's toxic for our life. All we see is that. So we start to believe that. So our mind is programmed to believe that these relationships are the way life is, but they're not. I used to tell my friends, there's a whole other group of people out there that the men do not cheat. The men are not evil. The men do not, you know, treat you wrong. The men do not talk to you like that. There is a whole other class of people out there. You just have to find that class of people. You've surrounded yourself with this class of people. And yes, everyone around you does talk like that. It's a mentality. You've surrounded yourself with that mentality. So you have to reprogram your mind. It's almost like a drug addict. They said, when you start taking drugs, um, I did this study one time at this um, rehab and I watched these videos and they said that it reprograms your mind. 
It literally reprograms your brain. Drugs do. And it showed like pictures of the brain before drugs and after drugs. And I was like, wow, that's unbelievable. I didn't realize that, that, you know, drug addicts' minds are programmed for the drugs. So, of course, that's what you're thinking when you get up every day because that's what you're programmed to do. Your brain has been reprogrammed. So you have to reprogram your brain again. You have to teach yourself all over again. And the only way to do that is a lot of study and a lot of prayer. You know, so you have to go like you're going to college. When I came to God, it was like I was going to college and I had never been to college. I had every book out. I had every scripture. I had, I had the Bible. I had, um, a book of Psalms, just Psalms in it. I had a book of just Proverbs in it. I had all these quotes, um, these calendars that gave you a daily word. Like I surrounded myself with nothing but the word of God, because I had to come out from something that was very deep in my life. Um, it was deep rooted. The roots were so deep, you know, so um, I just, I could not do it on my own. I had to continuously study and reprogram my mind. You know, um, my husband would say, oh, well, those thoughts are actually not according to God's word. And I'd be like, well, what do you mean? And he's like, no, you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Um, you can't just do some things. He's like, do, do you realize that? And, you know, he told me many things because he grew up knowing the word of God and I did not. Um, so he helped me a lot, but mostly I did it on my own. Um, there was a time where I was able to be home and not work. Um, it was probably for maybe three months I was able to not work. It was through pregnancy on bed rest. And it was the only time I had never worked in my life, really. I had worked since I can remember. So it was a really good journey for me, that journey to Jesus. It was my journey to Jesus. And it was really rewarding for me because you you don't even realize how negative you've made your life. You don't even realize how how little of faith you really have in your life until you really start searching. He said, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all its righteousness. And then all of these things will be added unto you. So we have to first seek him. And, and he said, he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So I looked up the word diligent because I kept getting that and over and over it kept like hitting me. And then someone I'd be walking, you know, into church and someone would say, oh, diligence. And I'd be like, there's that word again. So I looked it up and I looked it up in every version I could find. And it's and I looked it up in every scripture I could find in the Bible about it. And diligence is painstaking. So it's painful. It's something that's hard to obtain, but you have to be diligent. You have to, it's, you have to be so diligent. You have to run after it. You have to knock every obstacle down in front of you, those Jericho walls that are in front of you. You have to go around and go around and go around and go around and pray and pray and pray. And in the Bible, it says several times that you shout out loud to God. Um, God shouted out loud. He, he yelled. So, um, 
you know, you have to do that, I believe. Like, sometimes you just have to say, God, help me. God, please knock these walls down. You know, um, he said that the mountains would be removed before you. Um, so, and if you have faith, you can cast the mountains away from you, the Bible says. So, you have to have that strong faith, though. It, it does. It takes diligence. It, it is a fight, guys. It is. But it's worth it. It's so worth it. That, that, that life that you're seeking will happen. It will happen. I want you to be encouraged. God wants to literally transform your entire life. And if you've made so many plans for yourself, he wants to reroute those plans into his plans. He wants to change all of those circumstances and renew everything. God tells us so many times that he wants to restore us and he wants to renew us and give us so many new things. You know, in Isaiah 43, I think it's verse 9, he says, "Um, I'll do a new thing before it springs forth. I'll announce it to you. So he's, he's announcing it to you today through me that he wants to do something new in your life. But he wants you to have the faith to believe it, okay? It's it's according to your faith. So if you could just step out and walk on water, if you could just walk on water for a moment, and I know it's uncomfortable. It, trust me, I've been there. I go through that continuously. Um, when the Lord tells me something, I'm like, oh, that's a big reach, Lord. You know, I, I still do that. Even though I'm really good at this, and I'm really close to him, and I'm, I'm good at diligence now, I, I fight till the end for him and his word. Um, but I still fail. I still fall short every single day. I still lose faith like everyone else. I have my moments, you know. Um, but if you could just really walk on water and just say, okay, this is really uncomfortable, but I'm going to do this because I believe you more than I believe man. I believe you more than I believe myself. I believe you more than I believe my flesh and my carnal mind. I want the mind of Christ. That's something really to obtain is the mind of Christ. Imagine in everything you do, believing the unbelievable. You know, there's so many things in a day. Um, there's so much trash that people throw. You know, it's like we're a trash can and they just throw trash. They come by all day long. We stand out there, you know, on the street, um, outside of the restaurant in that trash can. And people just pull up in their cars and throw their trash out. People walk by. They walk out the stores and they just throw the trash at us. I mean, we get trash thrown at us all day. You know we do. And it sticks in our minds all day. So we have to take that trash out. We have to unload. We have to unpack those bags. Remember, we're still unpacking those bags. So we have to continuously unpack those bags and say, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take that out of my mind. I'm going to cancel that. Someone said um, to my oldest son yesterday, um, my second to oldest son, um, Oh, well, you know, you have to cherish your mother. You never know if she has tomorrow. And he said, um, no, I know she has tomorrow because Psalm 91 says she will have long life. And there's several other scriptures. Um, she will not get the diseases of Egypt. Um, you know, I think it's Exodus 7. 
um, Deuteronomy 7 also, Exodus 14, I think. But he, he said, you know, so, so untimely death also. Like, I have taught him those things. I have embedded the word into him because someday he's going to need that. You cannot survive in this world without that. There is no way. You cannot do it. I mean, you have people believing. Um, there's all kinds of things that they believe. There's all kinds of religions. But this one actually works. This one has fruit. It will bear so much fruit in your life. You have no idea how much God's word can do for your life. My, my son immediately canceled that that word curse, it was a word curse. You know, he immediately came against it and said, no, that's, that's a lie from the enemy. God's word says this, that's an actual lie. And I never knew that. I, I never knew that. I never knew I even had an enemy. Um, so you have to study his word. Um, and he said, if you resist the devil, he will flee. That's his word also. And you submit to God and do God's will then he will establish all of your plans. So you, you should be really encouraged because he's not a man that he should lie and his word will not return to him, okay? So he's gonna accomplish it. Whether we like it or not, God's gonna do it. It's already promised. And Jeremiah 29, 11, he knows the plans he has for us. Plans to give us hope and a future. Plans to prosper us and not to harm us. God wants us to prosper. He wants us to be in a place where we can actually help someone else. He doesn't always want us to be in lack. That's the land of just enough. He doesn't want you in the land of just enough. That's called Lodibar in the Bible. It's the land where you don't really have enough, just barely enough to get by. He wants you to prosper. He wants you to have everything you need overflowing so you can help someone else. Someone else can get in your overflow. So be encouraged. Be blessed. I thank you for listening. Um, I'm, you encourage me with all of your feedback. It encourages me that your lives are transforming before our eyes. I'm excited for you. God bless you. Have a blessed week. Roxanne Rucksack out.